Welcome everyone to Tough Podcast here with your host, Sports Guy David Me, my co-host, Sugar Free Lucas, and a newest member of the Tough Fantasy or the Tough Podcast family. Um, first time meeting him, Brad Carr. Yay, welcome Brad Carr. How you doing, Going Brad? Good. How about yourself, man? Nice to be here with you guys. <laughs> yeah, I heard you on the Charger Podcast. And he's also Charger fans, guys. So this that's is another that's person that's to have on our Charger podcast. We love our Charger fans. And uh, just you probably talked a little bit about yourself at Charger fans, but just a quick little bio where you're from and and just who's your why is your favorite team. Just I just we try to get to know you a little bit. Yeah, okay. I'm from uh, Little Rock, Arkansas. I know that's probably pretty far to be a Chargers fan. Um, my dad is a Raiders fan. Oof. So growing up, I guess I just went through kind of like a rebellious stage. So I. Couldn't even root for the same team as him, so um, picked up the Chargers, and then it's kind of corny, but I've always liked Lightning, so of course, seeing the team with the Lightning both on it caught my attention, so it was just on from there, really. That's tight. Uh, there's this little city in California called Little Rock, which is funny, really. Yeah, it's 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 like you just drive by, and there's like four people that live there. Um, <laughs> Arkansas, shout out to Arkansas. I mean, he's a little bit ahead of us, but he's a Charger fan and he's loyal. And it's so funny every tar- every Charger fan we talk about, they they they're a Charger fan in a different way. Like mostly has to do with family, but sometimes they just pick up a hat and it's a Charger fan, you know, or yeah. a Charger hat. So that's awesome. But we're gonna get right into it. We're, this is your prediction podcast here. Uh, we just finished the fantasy podcast. Go give a listen to that if you if you love fantasy football. And let's get right into it. Um, Brad, since you're the newcomer, what team would, or what game would you like to talk about first? Um, let's see. A lot yeah. of good ones, a lot of blowouts, a lot of close ones. Yeah, a lot of storylines too. Um that's, that's very true. Very, very true. Man, I'm just yeah. so hurt that uh this Chiefs Packers game won't be won't be what we yeah. want it to be. Well, let's talk. Let's get we right can talk into about it. it if you want. Yeah, we can. Um I'm really interested to see Jordan Love in this one. Um, man, it's, you couldn't have asked for a better defense to get his first chance in playing the game against because yeah. that defense is not looking very good right now. So we should at least see uh, – and they're getting some receivers back, so we should at least see uh, how that offense would look in the future when Aaron Rodgers leaves. That's exactly what I was saying earlier during the uh, fantasy podcast. I was like, he's walking into the best situation as far as matchup-wise. And like you said, again, Devontae back. We actually think the Packers have a chance to win this game, to be honest. I mean, the Chiefs did not look that good against the Giants when they barely squeezed that win out. So I think there's an opportunity here for the Packers to just keep on rolling, to be honest. I wouldn't be surprised. Kansas City does not look like they're going to fix any of their problems anytime soon. I mean, they, they look like they're – they're getting wins against bad teams only, and they're barely sque- squeezing them out, even against Washington football teams. So, you know, these interceptions, these fumbles, these turnovers are super consistent, and their defense is consistently bad. It's just I, – I tweeted out when I was watching that game. I said, the Chiefs, you know, when someone tells you who they are, believe them. And the Chiefs are a bad team right now. They're just not playing good football. You know, they may have the best talent in the world, but as Chargers fans, like, we've seen talented teams – as Charger fans and still lose, you know what I mean? And so we we don't care really. We know the lesson harder than anyone. We don't care about the talent on the team. We care about the W's at the end of the day, and this team is not that impressive to me still. I think I'm leaning towards the Packers a little bit. Yeah, the only thing consistent about this Chiefs team is the turnovers. Uh, I think Jordan Love could ball out. Devontae Adams is coming back. Aaron Jones will have a big game. They lost Robert Tanya for the year, but they have a bunch of weapons there. Their defense – not the two special, but I think it's enough. I think their defense is better than the Giants. Um, so I think they could 
actually catch the balls Patrick Mahomes throw to them because the Giants dropped about like six passes from Patrick Mahomes, contain him, and just turn make him turn over the ball. And I think Jordan Love, if he balls out, this could bring this could be this could be a possibility of multiple things. If Aaron Rodgers does say they might even trade Jordan Love away. If he if he does good on one game, I mean, there's so much hype around this guy. A lot of players, a lot of teams wanted this guy, but the Packers traded up and got the guy they wanted. A lot of teams wanted this guy. A lot of people compared him to Patrick Mahomes coming in. And it's funny, his first matchup is against Patrick Mahomes. So we got to see where he's at. This also could mean that um, they'll just keep Jordan Love and just ship Aaron Rodgers out to the highest bidder. Broncos, Washington, whoever is available this offseason. So this could mean a lot of things, implications to the offseason. Real excited to see this game. Um, I have the Packers winning this one. Brad, what's your score prediction for this one? Um, Packers on this one. Um, I don't know if – I think it'll be too much for Jordan Love. Um, mm. I can see that too. I, I really think the Chiefs will cover on this one. Um, I don't know about a final score. I'm gonna, let's see. I'll take Chiefs. They'll probably get back rolling, honestly. If I were if I were Kansas City, I'd take this opportunity to get back rolling. So I'll take Kansas City 29, Green Bay 15. Okay. I could I could definitely see it going the other way. I'm banking on Jordan Love here, but I could definitely see Patrick Mahomes like, I ain't gonna let this kid. He's still Patrick Mahomes, you know. So like he he's still capable of doing those things. Definitely. But it's just he's just not this year. I it's not I don't think they're a playoff team. And if they lose this Damn. game, I think the playoffs will be a a, a really far reach for them. Uh, but Lucas, what's your score prediction? Okay, well, so the, against the spread, they haven't been doing well. Oh, right? seven against the spread. Yes. They're not zero seven by the spread. They're they're they've won two games against the spread. Oh, okay, okay. One against Philadelphia and one against Washington Football Team. That is it. And uh, those aren't very impressive opponents anyway. And this stat, um, this past Sunday that they said on the on the Monday Night Football game. 24% of their drives have been a turnover uh, for the yeah. Chiefs. You know, this this it is crazy. And and um, this Green Bay Packer team, they're they're very surprising. And I think that I think they're gonna continue rolling. They they proved themselves uh, with a depleted lineup last week. I think they're they're really gonna take that lesson to heart this week and say we're gonna rally around their boy. Big game for Aaron Jones. Uh, I must say 27-24. The Packers, right? Mm-hmm. 27-24. All right. Uh, yeah, I think I could I could definitely see the, the Chiefs bringing it close. It's hard to bet against Patrick Mahomes. And, like, when you see something so good for so long, you think it's going to still be good, but the Chiefs are just not. And I'm trying to not have that play in my head. I got to predict it on how I see them now, and they're just not looking good. I had them winning the Giants, and if the Giants would have won, my boy would have won $1,400 parlay. I helped him <laughs> made. Um, I think – Okay, so Brad, before I say my score, there's two cards in the in in this podcast. There's a copycat score card Lucas uses. He has one per podcast, and I have opposite scorecard um, I use, and I'm going to use it already. I don't think it's going to be 27. Um, or no, no, not opposite card. Right now, I'm not this one, but that's what I'm just letting you know. There's opposite card, um, so he has one, and I have one. I'm going to say though, I think it'll be 28-20, and I'm going to take the Packers. Jordan Love comes in there. Devontae Adams, Aaron Jones. I mean, their defense is just better than Chiefs. Chiefs' biggest liability is Sorison. Um, I didn't like him last year when he did that dirty play on the Cleveland Browns. That really sealed the game for the Chiefs. He's just bad, takes really bad angles. And Tyron Matthews pretty much 
the only dude out there. And you see the frustration on his face every single mm-hmm. game. So, um, all right, since so I'll, I'll go next. Let's talk about this Jets and Colts game, bro. I don't know wh- how to feel about this. Carson Wentz is making bad decisions all over the place. Mike White was the leading passer with 405 yards. Like, I don't know how I feel about this. You got Jay Crowder. You got Elijah Moore. Start looking at this team. There, there's some dogs on this team. Colts coming off a really bad overtime loss. They pretty much gave it to the Titans. Uh, I mean, I don't know. The Colts have some banged up receivers. Their, their defense is decent enough. I don't know where to go to this. I'm going to go to Lucas with this one first. Where are you at in this game? I don't know where I'm at. Man, I think that it was just one of those things where I, I said it last week. I was trying to predict it, but I got it wrong. Um, I, I said the Titans were going to have uh, a loss after a, their big win against the Ravens. But this is what happened, right? So the Chargers got a big win against the Browns, and then they shut the bed against the Ravens. That Ravens mm-hmm. got that big win, then they should against. They shit the bed against the Bengals. And then the Bengals got that big win against Ravens. They should have bed against the Jets. I think the Jets just were a recipient of the pattern right there, that weird cycle of going on. I mean, it's so hard to win each and every week. I think it was kind of a fluke game, you know, honestly. I, I got to go with the Colts here, even with T.Y. Hilton out. Um, I know that Carson Wentz had that really bad interception. But then bad. he led the team right back uh, with that huge P.I. at the end of the game, and it went to overtime. So that was a really close game, to be honest. I, I just can't believe this Jets team. I mean, I know they they won against the Bengals team that we thought made a huge statement win. Uh, but how many times is, is that going to happen? We have to go with a more consistent product. I feel like I got to go with the Colts here. Brad, where are you at? Yeah, definitely. Um, Even with Carson Wentz's antics, I feel like the more consistent – even aspect of both offenses will be Jonathan Taylor running behind that Colts offensive line. So if they can just rely on that, I don't think they should struggle against the Jets too much at all, really. Um, unless Mike White comes out there and <laughs> gives them a reason to start thinking about getting rid of Zach Wilson or something, but I don't really see it happening, honestly. You know what? The one thing, though, that, that Carson Wentz interception, it was – him getting sacked or about to get sacked and and he threw a really bad one but that was exactly how the jets won last week too was that joe burrow interception um because the Bengals looked like they were able to down down a score because they were scoring all game and then it was like another defensive lineman it was just like the play that carson wentz had so i mean i think that's the one few things going for the jets i i feel like we need to put more respect on them just for that win but i i don't know how they could win like david you feel like i feel like you're more you know, confused on this one than anything. <laughs> yeah, like, well, and the, the Bengals got that really, really bad helmet-to-helmet call. That was that that really lost them the game as well. Um, God damn, the Mike White was looking high, and I like I like the underdogs. You know me. That's why my record's 59.2%. Also, I went 7-8 and eight last week, and Lucas went 6-9. and nine. Um, His percentage is 64, so he's still above me by 5%. Uh, but... I mean, he he said it right. Jonathan Taylor, I think, is going to be the deciding factor. The receivers are just better. The quarterback is better. This might be a fluke. I'm not going to go on recency bias. I, it bites me in the ass every time I do. I think I'm going to go with the Colts here, but I won't be surprised if the if the Jets keep it close. I think the Jets are plus three seventy five money line. So uh, if you really want, I don't bet on Thursday games. You heard it before. I was texting my boy. He asked, like, you bet on Thursday games? I'm like, hell no. My last. Big nineteen, <laughs> my nineteen thousand dollar parlay last week didn't happen because of the Thursday night game. I, I lost it initially. I lost it on the Sunday games, but just don't don't break my heart a day early. You know what I mean? <laughs> All right, Lucas, give me a score prediction. Yeah, I'm gonna go Colts here. I'm gonna say uh, twenty one to seventeen. I, maybe they'll be close. You know, I don't 
feel too good about it. You're not. You're making me insecure about this score. Okay, I, I, I'm making I, myself insecure about this. Okay, <laughs> what about you, Brad? <laughs> uh, yeah, Jets haven't been able to get a win on the road yet. Uh, so I don't think they'll be able to really do anything true. in this one. I'll take I'll take Colts. Colts 24. Jets might get two touchdowns in this one. So 24-14, Colts. These 39 okay. games have been weird, though, so we'll see. God. I, yeah. Yeah. Like, the Jets, they could bring that if factor. Like, I was telling Lucas in the last podcast, these backup quarterbacks are in right now. Like, that's the hot trend is backup quarterbacks. If your team's losing – Throwing your backup, the defense don't know what's going to happen. Yeah. But you got some tape on Mike White now. He even caught a touchdown. Jets got to get real, really creative here. I don't know if they got him in them. I love Rob Sala, but I think I'm going to take the – I want to take the Jets just to spite both of you guys. But I'm going to take the Colts. I'm trying to get that win percentage up, you know, 60%. I went, I passed high school through that. Um, I'm going to go with – I think it's going to be closer than we think. I think it will be 14-21. Yeah, 14 14- 21. He said 24. I think, yeah, I think it'll be a little bit closer. Rob Sala is, is a defensive minded guy. He'll draw some things up. Uh, they did. The Jets do have wins against Titans and Bengals. Just want to put that out there. Yeah. All right. All right, Lucas, what team would you like to talk about next? Oh, how about we go to the Sunday night game, Titans and Rams? I mean, you got to talk about this one, right? Get AP in their mix. I mean, no Derrick Henry. That's going to be the biggest loss. And the biggest addition is going to be Von Miller on this Rams team. And one of the things that the Titans have really struggled with whenever is they got pressure. I mean, whenever Tannehill is getting sacked early on, whenever uh, he's getting hit, no running game involved as well. And we don't know how it's going to be without Derrick Henry. But obviously, we, we're all assuming it to be a lot worse. I mean, this might spell disaster for this Titans team. But at the same token, um, who have the Rams faced lately? I mean, the Rams have not faced any opponents that, that have been uh, impressive lately. So they faced the Texans last week. And 38-22 looks a lot closer than it was. Then they faced the Lions, 28-19. Then the Giants, 38-11. Then the Seahawks, 26-17, which, I, you know, the Seahawks or whatever. Um, this is their one, two, four-game winning streak. And it's like, who have you faced lately? You know, are you going to get smacked in the face right now, get punched in the mouth quickly by an opponent that's actually had to go through a lot of tough adversity um, this past few weeks and, and pulled out some crazy victories uh, against the Colts, against the Bills, you know, making statement games. The Titans are rolling. Um, I know they just lost, but it could be one of those things that work in their favor, like catch the Rams sleeping a little bit. I don't think the Rams are that type of team to be sleeping, but it's something to look out for. I mean, this Titans team has a, has a big, uh, you know, something to them. That's a bite to them. Things with the Titans, uh, it's going to show if Tannehill's worth that money. I mean, his best attribute is pass or handing off to Derrick um, Henry. And when he gets pressured, like you said, he gets he fumbles. Julio Jones, if he plays, he's not been performing like how the, he's as we used to seeing him. Is he out of his prime? I don't know. A.J. Brown, though, is a dog. You got to get Josh Reynolds, Rodgers in, involved in the passing game. And that's what I'm looking for is can Tannehill pass it without a consistent run game? I like AP. I love uh, McNichols. But they're not Derrick Henry. Both those guys is not Derrick Henry. So I'm real interested in seeing the Titans. Um, but the Rams are the Rams. They got Von Miller. He did not practice today, but uh, um, he's he's he could start. But that defense is just could get to you in any, every way. Big play everywhere with Cooper, Cooper Cup and now Van Jefferson is there now. Deshaun Deshaun Jackson got cut, so Van Jefferson is the new younger version of Deshaun Jackson. His talent might not be there, but he's a big play potential. Daryl Henderson's been just putting in work. Sony Michelle's there too. I think I'm gonna take the Rams here, but um, what do you think, Brad? The Rams, right? 
Yeah, it's looking like it. Um, That Titans offense will look a lot different without having that same uh, play action aspect because, I mean, they won't fear those backup running backs as much as they would Derrick Henry at all. Um, now, Tennessee can play a kind of physical style of offense with their receivers, so I'll be interested to see that, but I think it'll be too much for them, honestly. Um, yeah, I would have to go with the Rams on this one. And it's at home, I believe, it's in so far. So. Yep. Give me a score. Um, Give me a score. Huh? Let's see. I'm going to take the Rams. I think it'll be a little bit closer. Um, so I'll go Rams 28, Tennessee 23. 23 to 28. All right. A little close there, but ultimately, you will just run out. I like so. that. Titans are plus seven and a half on the spread. I kind of like that, especially if you could buy a few points. Um, gosh, man. I, I, Brett has one it, of those. Brett, yeah, Brett has it at five points, so I probably wouldn't. I don't know, seven. I'll, I'll buy a couple points if you want to bet on the spread. But uh, Titans ain't no scrubs. I mean, even Derrick Henry was a big part of that no. offense, but AP could come in and just have a game. Hey. He could come in. Uh, exactly. We were just saying, we were just saying that, man, because um, he's been one of our sleepers for this week. I don't know. I have this gut feeling that the Titans might do it, man. I have, this, it. I have this you gut go feeling. Your gut. How's your gut been feeling this last? Well, you went six and nine last week, so yeah, yeah, it was bad. It was bad. Um, but for the most part of the year, I mean, sixty-four percent has been pretty solid. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with the Titans here. Okay. I, I kind of don't like the fact that the Rams have been just cruising by. They're gonna. They're gonna have to, you know, face the Titans team. I think I think so. We've seen we've seen uh, the Packers perform and rally around losing Devontae Adams, their star player. I think the Titans could definitely do a similar thing like that. And they got a guy like AP. I think he'll, I think he'll be ready. He'll be having those timely runs. Keep him honest, you know. And I think that's. I don't think the Titans are going to shy away from their game plan at all. I don't think they're going to shy away from who they are at all. Because if they do, I mean, everything will go downhill. So. Uh, I think they're really going to put everything on the line, bet on it, risk it for the biscuit. I, I like the Titans in this one, uh, 31 to 28. Oof. You know, you kind of convinced me there a little bit. <laughs> Damn, that's that, yeah, that's pretty good. I thought I, that everything you said was pretty much right. I think the Rams are just Matthew Stafford, Cooper Cup. I think it's going to be too much for the Titans defense, which may – Carson Wentz looked pretty bad with pretty much no corners. They got practice squads out there. I think I'm going to use your I'm I'm going to use my opposite scorecard right now because I think it'll be that close. I would say 31 uh 31 to 28, but I'm going to take the Rams in this one. So I'll use my my card early in the early in the podcast, but I like it. All right. Moving on to the next game, Brad, who we're talking about? Um, let's talk about this Browns and Bengals game. Okay, um, yeah. I'd like to see if Cincinnati can bounce back after whatever they want to call that. Because, <laughs> uh, I mean, really want to try to get some kind of consistency and seeing who's the better teams in the AFC. So, I mean, this will be a good test. And then um, the Browns offense seems to, for some reason, work a lot better without OBJ. So, I mean, they won't really have – too many excuses on that side of the ball if Baker can throw a good game. So um, I'll be really interested in those two storylines on that game. The thing with, with the Browns is it's like, yeah, OBJ, they're not they're not good with him, but he's not really there 
when he is he, he's not really good when he's even when he's there like it's just been absent that 11 minute video that has to be stirring up some shit did you see that, that? did you see that brad you see that brad I saw, I, I saw the headline i didn't really get a chance to uh i watched a little that. bit of it it's just like super corny elementary school slideshow of fucking clips his dad posted really? You know, you know that's your son. You do what you do, but uh, I just think there's too much turmoil. I mean, latest reports OBJ is open to coming back, but like you got sent home twice. Like, don't get fired on your day off, dog. Uh, <laughs> whatever team he does go to, if you have him in fantasy, I will hold on to him because he might be on a good team once oh, yeah. he gets cut. Eight million dollars salary cap hit. Not a lot of teams have that, so we'll see where that goes. But Baker's just—I know he's on one arm, and he just haven't been looking that great. Scored. I know it was Pittsburgh defense, but only scored 10 points. I think they're really missing Kareem Hunt. Kareem Hunt was really like the glue mm. to that offense. That dude was just the vulture touchdown. The vulture, he get open space. I think they're really missing him. He's still on the IR, so I'm going to take um, the Bengals. Even though they lost, I think that helmet to helmet, the Bengals would have got the ball back, and I think they would have won that one. It was just one of those things. It's just one play could have changed the whole thing. Jamar Chase is the real deal. He could block two. Joe Mixon, I mean, they just look so in sync right now. I know they lost a big one. This is a visual game. Bengals really want to prove that they're not the worst team in the AFC North, and the and the Browns are. It looks like the Browns are going back to their old selves, and it sucks because I really was really high on the Browns this week or this year. I was on, but I was high on the Browns this year, but I'm taking the Bengals. Um, yeah, Lucas. Yeah, I mean, you said it, Brad. I, mean, I want to figure out what kind of team this was. Like right after we started praising the Bengals, like. They go and shit the bed. It's like that's why they're not getting the respect that they they probably deserve because they go and lay an egg and they won't you know do do the right things and win the games they're supposed to. I, I really want them to bounce back though. I expect them to, especially against this Browns team that just you know they're too battered up. You know they've gone through so much this season and it feels like it's already lost. Um, especially when you're sitting at four and four. I, I don't I don't like them, especially after that game against Pittsburgh too. You know Cincinnati will get things right. Uh, they will get things right. The only the only thing that really concerns me is just the pass rush of Cleveland. Uh, they're the third best sack percentage team in the league at 7.69% of the plays on defense getting to a quarterback. And Cincinnati, for all the good things that they've done, um, making it seem like they've protected. Exactly. I mean, they're 23rd best in the league. So, you know, that's the one thing I could see, you know, Joe Burrow having another tough, tough play towards the end of the game. But I got to trust this this Bengals team. I mean, they're scoring nonstop. They're, they're still they're still doing their thing. Their defense was non-existent a week ago, but I feel like Trey Hendrickson could come back. He's been their main guy, uh, the pass rushers um, for that Bengals team. I think he could get a huge impact plays against Baker Mayfield and and cause some cause some turmoil. You said it like this this passing team, this passing attack for this uh, Browns team has not been it. So I'll take the Bengals in this one. I'll say twenty-seven to twenty. All right, twenty-seven to twenty. Let me just find the game. And you, Brad. Yeah, I'm going to um, pick the Bengals to cover on this one, but I definitely would bet the under on this. So uh, mm. I got Cincinnati 20, uh, Cleveland 13. Okay, yeah, I could definitely see a low-scoring game. I mean, like the Steelers are the only team that could win scoring 15 points, you know? <laughs> yeah. Uh, for me, I think I'll go – I think Bradley – I mean, Brad, Bradley Chubb is in there. Or not Bradley Chubb, Nick Chubb is in there. Yeah. Uh I'll take the bank. Yeah, I'm taking the Bengals. I'm trying to think of the score. They'll at least get two. So I'll go 14. I think uh, Jamar Chase will have another big game. Two, t- two tutties. Expect a lot of screens here. That that pass rush, I think we'll get to him. I will throw a lot of screens. That's the best way to counter blitzes. Miles Chase will, or My- Miles Chase. Miles Garrett will be this close to a sack about like 14 times. 
He would not be the same receiver if he was Miles Chase. Yeah, I know how bad Miles Chase get Miles Garrett and Jamar Chase together. Like, what the hell would that be? All right. Uh whose turn is it? My turn. Let's go with uh man. Cardinals and 49ers. This one's interesting. Um Cardinals and 49ers. Kyle, uh, Kyler Murray is expected to play. He might not. Colt McCoy's will be warming up. So we'll see. I don't know. Uh, they do it lost. They did lost AJ Green to COVID. Chase Edmonds and James Conner, bro. James Conner is top five in rushing touchdowns. Uh, didn't think I would read that set off ever. Yeah. And the 49ers, Jimmy G did enough. He ran the ball pretty efficiently, two touchdowns. I know they were just little QB sneaks almost. Uh, but the 49ers, Debo Samuel, serious. But Brandon Ayuk and, and company is just not looking great. I know they won the Bears, but that was the Bears. Um, I think I'm. I think I'm obviously leaning towards the Cardinals, but I think it could be a close game. It's a divisional game. I don't know if they should rest Kyler Murray and start Cole McCoy. It's a divisional game. Should they just play him, risk it? Maybe a long-term injury. I don't know where I'm at. I, I'm kind of mixed in this one. I'm mixed on a lot of these games. This week is really weird. Uh, Brad, where you at? Are you Cardinals or 49ers here? Um, man, I'm tempted to go with San Francisco. They Ooh. they haven't they haven't won a home game yet, and and man. That's, that trend won't continue. You know, divisional games are usually a lot closer than you want to believe they are. But Arizona can play a real uh, ball control type of game if they need to. And San Francisco has been struggling in that aspect of the in their, in their defense lately. So, yeah, I'm kind of torn on this one, too. Um, I want to lean Arizona because, I mean, they've been playing well. Kyler Murray's been playing some good ball, and I don't know if San Francisco will even have an answer for Derrick Henry – not Derrick Henry, DeAndre Hopkins once they start throwing in that play action with uh, James Conner back there. But those divisional games, man, they're always tough. Lucas, where you at? Uh, This is a tough one for me too, man, just because – and without Kyler Murray, I mean, this is exactly what derailed their season last year when he had that shoulder injury. Now it's an ankle. So they're starting off 7-1. They might even just say, hey, you know, we, we're off to such a great start and we're bound for the playoffs. Let's have Colt McCoy go in there. And he didn't practice today. Kyler Murray did not practice today. Um, let's have Colt McCoy go in there, try to win us a game against an opponent that's falling off the cliff right now. And obviously that'll, that'll work in the 49ers' favor. So you know, we don't know how, how Colt McCoy is going to be. This is an this is an offense that he's walking into that is loaded with talent, though. So I expect him to, you know, have the best opportunity to make the most out of it. But, you know, I, I'm torn on this, too. Uh, the 49ers, they just had a huge game, 30-point game against the Bears, too. And I kind of like the Bears, especially the fact that it was in it was in Chicago. So, you know, the Cardinals have not been the same since they lost J.J. Watt and their defense has kind of fallen off these past few weeks. I, I don't know. I'm I could see the Niners winning this one at home. See, the only thing is the Cardinals would want to get as much wins in the division just in case it came down to it with the Rams. So they True. should they should start Kyler Murray. But you don't want to risk your one of the best quarterbacks in the league to get a divisional win. So they got to figure out what's what's it worth. And, and with the 49ers organization, nothing gets leaked ever, ever. So we won't know until probably Sunday morning. Um, like at eight in the morning, who's starter? Like honestly, and like this, I think works in their favor because the 49ers don't know who to prep for. Like, should we get Nick Bosa on containments and, and keep Kyler Murray or Colt McCoy? You know, he got a little bit of mobility in him, not a lot, but he can still pass the ball, pocket passer. So, I think either way, I think the Cardinals will win this one. And um, I'm just gonna set the score. Divisional game will definitely be close. 
I think it'll be 24 to 20. I think it'll be that close. Uh, Brad, you got to help me out. You got to go first. <laughs> oh, man, man. I want to pick San Francisco, but I'm new here. I don't want to set myself up in, uh, with a bad win. <laughs> yeah, you start score. yourself up with a good record. I started off 7-9, yeah. and, and I'm still, you know, playing catch-up. Man, I'm going to have to go with the more talented team going into San Francisco and getting a win, man. Um, but I actually got it close to you. I got it uh, 21-20. Oh, I was, you know, was going to say – I swear to God I was going to say that. I was like, my girl – okay, my girl listens to my podcast. Hi, babe. Um, she listens to all of them, and she's a 49er fan. And every week, I, I like 90% of the time, I, I'm against the 49ers, so she's always on my head about it, so – Sorry. Okay, what before you guys lock in your scores, this is also one thing that we should point out is um DeAndre Hopkins too. He didn't practice, he hasn't practiced yet um at all. And this oh. offense looked completely different without DeAndre Hopkins in there uh last week. And and it, it felt like a completely different team. It felt like this this Cardinals team was was going downhill. And um it, Hopkins completely changes that. So if he's out too and he hasn't played yet, and you know, this is a hamstring injury that just won't go away. I mean he might just re-aggravate it even if he does play. I, I think I'm leaning towards the Niners here. Got Christian Kirk. A.J. Green is also on COVID, so. That might just uh, help them that A.J. Green's yeah, not in there. Rondell Moore. <laughs> Rondell Moore. Christian Kirk. Uh, I don't know any other receivers. You're gonna They're going to have to play a pretty balanced out. I don't know. That plays a big factor because I have them in a lot of my fantasy leagues. I think the Cardinals will still win. I think they'll still find a way to win. I would love that. I think that would make a lot of sense for the Cardinals to do it. But I, I'm just, I don't know, maybe recency bias. But the injuries for the for the Cardinals are a lot. They're the two biggest injuries. Uh, they're the whole team, basically, D-Hop and Kyler Murray. And so I think I mean, I'm going to pick San Francisco in a big one. I'm going to say they win it uh, 27-17. Just a war of attrition. You know, the Cardinals will bounce back from this. But it doesn't look like they're trending in the right direction right now. Don't say that because you got me got me thinking a little bit now. I might have to pick up Rondell Moore because he he's a good he's a good player all around. Uh, yeah. All right, Brad, where are you at? Push one. Where are we going? Um, oh no, it's my turn. I swear to God. Oh, it's my turn. okay. Oh, <laughs> I swear to God. Oh, you motherfuckers. Uh, there was a game that was there was a game that I was eyeing. Oh yeah, the Vikings and the Ravens. Vikings, man. Uh, who did they just play last week? Oh, yeah, they played the, the Cowboys. And I was disappointed in the fact that they could not put up more points against the Cowboys team. And um, a Ravens team, that the, they're coming out of a bye. So they should be well-rested, well-ready for the Vikings. I, w- I want to see how Lamar Jackson comes out and throws the ball. I want to see Rashad Bateman get a lot, uh, get involved. And this could be a, a game where there's fireworks. I mean, the Vikings keep things close. It is in Baltimore. just want to see what you guys think about this game first. Um, I like Rashawn Bateman here. Vikings lost to Neil Hunter earlier in the, the fantasy podcast. I cannot think of his first name for some reason. Uh, Patrick Peterson, I believe, is still on the IR. But they're top 10 in a lot of categories before last week in in defense. And Mike Zimmer, man, he, this guy coaching up a, a, a team. doesn't really show reflect on the record. Vikings do got their offensively um, high-powered, big play potential. And the Ravens just give up a lot of big plays. They blitz a lot and leave a lot of no safeties over the top. Humphreys, uh, Mal- uh, I forgot his first name, but this dude's been getting a lot of shit talk to him. He was one of the best safeties last year. Coming to this year, he's just been blitzing a lot, been playing the box more. So he's been getting a lot of a burn a lot, especially against the Cowboys when C.D. Lamb was waving in his fucking face. Disrespect. Uh-huh. 
Um, I, I think I'm leaning towards the Ravens. I do like Rashawn Bateman, um, Hollywood Brown. Um, I think they're coming off a bye as well, so they had extra time to prep. Uh, the Vikings, they're good offensively, good defensively, but I think when you have Lamar Jackson, it's just that extra factor. Like I think this team is pretty much even, but when it comes to Lamar Jackson, he's Lamar Jackson. He's going to do Lamar Jackson things. might be dumb. It might be stupid, but he's going to win. This guy loves when he doesn't lose. He doesn't lose, and when he does, you, you see it the next game. He comes back and it wins. So um, I'm going to take the Ravens in this one. I think that's a lock for me. Damn, a lock? Okay. Well, um, yeah, I think uh, Baltimore is kind of uh, kind of feeling like how the Chargers felt going into their bye week going to get, after playing Baltimore. So, um, But I think they'll probably clean up a lot of the issues that they had going on. Uh, for some reason, I'm expecting a lot of a lot of scoring in this game. I know oh, they're yeah. like pretty defense, decent defense, but, man, uh, Justin Jefferson – Probably going to have a big game here. I'm expecting over 100 yards easy for him. I'll lock that in myself. Uh, I think I'll go Ravens on this one too, though. Um, This will be a this will definitely be the game that I watched on Sunday. Yeah, this one definitely be a good one. It's in Baltimore. Ravens are aggressive on defense. Kirk Cousin can't win in prime time. He he. It looks like he just can't win in big moments, and this is a really big game. I like Dalvin Cook. I like that offense. Honestly, Adam Thielen is the sports guy, David Killer, um, and fantasy. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna go with Ravens still. Like, right, Lucas? <laughs> Dude, yeah. Uh, I mean, you bring up the best point in there that the Ravens give up big plays, and I think that's yeah. I think Justin Jefferson could definitely go off or Thielen, one of these guys in space. Uh, but I, I gotta go with the Ravens here. I gotta go with John Harbaugh coming out of the bye. I mean, I gotta go with Lamar. I think, I think if it is a high-scoring game, I think that plays into the Ravens' favor because I think that just you know they could they could keep up with anyone if it if it comes mm-hmm. to defensive and, and keeping Lamar in the pocket. I don't know if the Vikings have that anymore, especially on the defensive line. Like you just said, they lost to Neil Hunter um, to keep Lamar you know second guessing himself in that pocket and then putting pressure on. That's what really changed a lot of things um, in that Bengal game was was the sacks that they got on on Lamar Jackson and Minnesota right now. Um, their percentage. Oh shoot, they are really good at getting to the quarterback, though. They lost to Neil Hunter, though. They did. Lo- the they did. Yeah, that's the main guy. All right, I, I will go with the Ravens here. It's too close for me. I'm gonna say 28, 27. I'm picking the over on this one. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I think it. I think it'll be a little higher than that. I'm gonna go 33, 34. Yeah. Okay, okay, that's similar to what I had. I don't, I don't understand how you take the under in this one. Uh, I was, I'll take Baltimore thirty-three thirty. Okay, pretty close. We need to find a card for Brad. We need to find a card. You got a card. I got a card. We're gonna find a card for you, Brad, by next week. Don't worry. Cool, cool. Uh, all right. There's a lot of good games on the board still. Where are we Who going? Is it, is it on me? Yeah, it's on you. Oh. <sighs> I really want to just get this one out the way. Um, whoever makes this schedule is good putting Houston and Miami against each other after <laughs> uh, the mess we just went through before the trade deadline. Um, that was good. I really don't know what to expect from this game. I don't know what's going on in either. Rod Taylor's back. Tyrod Taylor. True enough. Actually, um, that one game Houston got, Tyrod Taylor was uh, – 
balling out. MVP candidate that one week. So <laughs> he was up there. He was up there. He got, okay. I think it'll be a little bit better of a game. Um, I'm gonna have to man, actually you saying that, I think about it now. Uh man, Tyrod season, man. I always cheer for Tyrod just because it's really not fair the things he's been going through. So Oh um, my god, he's been going through the worst. Yeah, that's like yeah, me man, man. in a normal life. That's my look I get in my life. I'm the Tyrod <laughs> Taylor of normal people. <laughs> 46 and 46 and a half. Oh, that's tough, man. A game like this. What's weird is the Dolphins are favored in this one. I don't understand that. Like, I, I feel like I'm comfortable picking the Texans, right? Yeah, this is one of those games like the, the, the Steelers over the Browns. The Steelers were the underdogs. I was comfortable with that. And the Cowboys were underdogs, even with Cooper Rush. Um, but because the Vikings, this is one of those games I'm comfortable with. Like, Philip Lindsay. He's bound to have a good game. That dude is so talented, so talented. David Johnson needs to move on with his life, but I think I like Philip uh, uh, <laughs> Lindsay a lot better. Tyrod Taylor, bro. You got uh, Brandon. I, I always mix up Robert Woods or Brandon Cooks. I always get them. I don't know why. It's Brandon, Brandon, Cooks. Brandon Cooks there. I don't know why. And you got Nico Collins. You hear that? Nico Collins. He was on my sleeper list a couple weeks ago. Rookie 6'5 out of who knows where. Dude is legit. Third-round draft pick. I think they can get it done. Tua, he's listening to all those rumors, and it's not going to go well to Sean Watson. I mean, he could have been on that roster. I think Tua's in his head. He's not voted captain at the beginning of the season. I mean, they're dysfunctional. Damn. Run game is trash. Jalen Waddle's pretty much the bright star. They get Will Fuller in. He hasn't played. He played one game, broke his hand or on PEDs probably. Uh, their defense is just they, – they hit and miss on a lot of free agents. Can't even keep them there. I'm taking the Texans. There's no question about it. Yeah, every everything I look at on this game, I mean, Miami hasn't won a game at home. Houston hasn't won a game away, but I think Tyrod Taylor being back is uh, going to be a different spectrum on this one. Yeah, um, with this one, I have to go. I actually think Houston, will, uh, Miami's favorite, but I don't know. I think Houston will cover that easily. Um, yeah, I'll take Houston twenty-seven, Miami twenty. You said the oh, the the what's the the over and under forty-six and a half. Oh, so you have it going over barely? Barely, barely. Ooh, 46 and a half, 27, 20. I could see at least three touchdowns from – I could ah, – damn, I'm going to go – damn, this one's hard. I'm going to go 24. I think I would go under just because I'm a little disappointed in the Dolphins. I'm going to go 24-12. <laughs> <laughs> oh, They're going to get a safety or something. The Texans are still the Texans. They're going to f- still find a way to – make that score happen this is a dumpster fire of a game and last time that happened it was the falcons and dolphins just a couple weeks ago that was 30 to 28 so i'm I'm gonna make it a high scoring dumpster fire in this one Uh, i'm gonna say 35 to 33 texans big fire big fire that's like one of them games they're both so bad that i mean no one's gonna stop anybody it's just exactly yeah this is one of the games i'm really excited to watch like, I'm really excited to see two of these teams go at it because they're still football players. These guys are professional athletes. So I'm real excited mm-hmm. to see this. What, uh, what happened last week when the Texans the Texans were just letting the Rams just walk in in the end zone? It looked like the, they were just – It's the Rams, dog. Like, they caught no, up but, at the end, uh, but, like uh, – They ruined the spread, I think, too. I think I've seen a bunch of tweets. <laughs> no, I think they still covered it. I think they still they covered it. They did cover it? Okay. They, they were going to. They were going yeah. to ruin because, yeah. Davis Mills was a – you know, he was a rookie. He used to put up some decent numbers. You know, I know he threw a lot of interceptions. He's a rookie. And unexpected to play. I mean, so um, all right, moving on. Uh, Bears and no, 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 no. Let's go Panthers and Patriots. 
Okay. So on Gilmore, revenge game. Um, Sam Darnold's being benched or even in concussion. P.J. Walker. Uh, uh, McCaffrey's off the IR, I believe, but I don't think he's practicing. Chubba Hubbard. I'm the, Roby Anderson has been the biggest goddamn disappointment in my life. I almost traded away Devontae Smith, OBJ, Tyler Lockett for Roby Anderson and some other fucking throw-in player. I was so high on Roby Anderson. I was like, this dude is reconnected with Sam Darnold. He's a big player, big play, tall, but he just hasn't been. I think it's the um, it's those island boy haircuts he he's fucking rocking. But I think I'm gonna take the Patriots. They are rolling. Mac Jones, okay, his last like three and a half games, he's been good. Look at the opponents. I know the Chargers are kind of banged up, really banged up. The Texans, so I think it's a lot stat packing. But he has been doing what he needs to get done. Runner backs are good. Wide receivers not the greatest. He's working well with what he got. But I think I'm gonna take the Patriots in this one. I think this one is another lock. I would say it's a lock as well. I, I think the Patriots are rolling. They're they're pushing for that wild card seed. They're trying to get back into the middle of things, and and they look like a good team. The Panthers just do not look like a good team. And Sam Darnold has been super disappointing. Um, seeing ghosts, he's like completely changed 180. It's like the Jets Sam Darnold now. So you know the Panthers for all their you know their good start and whatever they had working for them. It just it just feels like a completely different team. So, uh, Patriots in this one, I don't have too uh, too much analysis. I have no problem calling it. I'll say like uh, the Sam Darnold on the Panthers is like that ex you thought was going to change, but never did, and she went back to those toxic ways. You're right. So Sam Darnold yeah. is toxic now. But go ahead, yeah, you got a score for me. I'm ready to put it in. I'll say uh, 24-17. Actually, 24-14. I don't know how the pa- Panthers are going to keep going. Yeah, I don't. I don't really have much from this one, honestly. Um, the you looking at the defensive stats for the Patriots, it's always going to be misleading because they'll change their scheme depending on who they're playing. So it'll never. It's usually never way too high in one way or the other. But um, yeah, not much here. I think Damian Harris will have a good game. Um, yeah, yeah, I'd have to go with the Patriots on this one. Uh, they seem to be putting things together at the right time as always. Um, so yeah. I'll, a, go, um, I'll go. I'll go. Yeah, I'll go New England, New England 25, Carolina, man, 11. Carolina 11. <laughs> Belichick just bullies bad quarterbacks, and so I just feel for Sam Darnold. I mean, he's used to bullying Sam Darnold. He was a Jet, so goddamn. It's, it's, yeah, it's yeah. Thor Gilmore, I think he'll get a pick. He had a pick last week. I think he just knows that off. He's a talented player, so I think he'll get a pick, but that's just not going to be enough. Patriots, unfortunately, are going to move up above 500, and – you know how this story goes. They start off slow. Mac and Cheese, the most creative nickname for someone named Mac. Good job, Patriots fans. Like, goddamn, can you get a little bit more creative there? Like, he's named after a craft project and the owner's craft. Yeah. Fuck out of here. Get the fuck out of here with that unoriginal ass. He just looks like a kid that got bullied. I'm just saying. He His whole life – don't get me started with Mac Jones. I, I liked him moving into the draft, and then I'm just starting not to like him because he's just – not saying he's nowhere near Tom Brady, but it's kind of like the same st- – ish storyline bullshit patriot shit but i think yeah i've seen it all before i think the patriots will run away with this damian harris is looking great scoring like two at least one or two touchdowns in the last four games 27 uh 13 i'm gonna take the patriots on this one all right we got a couple games here uh Uh, oh well we could talk about the charger eagles we uh i know you guys talked about it you guys want to do a brief one and give me the score for the the uh post here um, what do you guys think on this one? I heard a little bit of it, but not too much of the podcast you guys did. Um, what's your guys' thoughts on this game? Um, 
just a quick quick rundown on that one. Um, Chargers gotta gotta bounce back for this one. Yeah, yeah. I'll be. I mean, uh, you can say we hit the easier part of our schedule, and you can also say New England. You can put them outside of that because playing against Bill is always going to be different. But uh, you can't have that same effort or game plan that we did against New England and Baltimore against Philadelphia. Uh, it'd be uh, talk about dumpster fire. I know Chargers Twitter will be ridiculous <laughs> if if things aren't looking good against the uh, Eagles. Yeah, Eagles coming off of a big win, forty-four to zero. I think it was the score against oh, the yeah, Lions. They, they scored. They, the Lions scored. I think once they did score once. Oh, okay, uh, whatever. I mean, the Chargers have to win this one. You're right. And uh, like one thing about this Chargers team, man, they. Just, I would love to see some drives put together. This, this is a team that just de- depends on the big play. Like, they live and die by the big play. If you prevent that, you'll prevent a lot of this offense from moving. So let's just get back to the basics a little bit. Let's get these nice three, four, five-yard plays. Let's see a bunch of those against this Eagles team that can't do it. Um, I expect the win because they are the better team, the Chargers. And if they don't, you know, win uh, at least the touchdown 10-point margin, I'm going to be very disappointed because this has to be one where you got to win comfortably against the Eagles. So... You know, yeah. David, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, the Eagles are really good against the run. We kind of stopped the Patriots, they're just passing all over us. Um, we need to go back to the first drive of the first the first game in the beginning of the season against Washington football team. Five for five, great runs, you know, finish the drive off with a nice touchdown. I think, like you said, we go back to bases, go to your go to guys and need time, time of need, like Keenan Allen, don't go to the rookie for the third downs or. You know, stuff like that. Go to stuff where we knew to. Keenan Allen's the third down god. He'll get you the first down. If he catches the ball. If he catches the ball, he's getting you the first down. He'll have two, ten dudes on him. He'll, he'll get you the first down. I think we need to go back to our bases. I think we're running yeah. high on the big play and stuff like that. So, um, I think the Chargers were, will be able to win this game. Hopefully. I think they will. Um, Kenneth Murray's coming back. So, I like that a lot, too. So, I'm going to take the Chargers winning this one. It's closer than I really want it to be. I think it'll be 27-24. Yeah, I think uh yeah, that's, that score's tough. 27-24, goddamn. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say semi copy 27 to 17. I'm gonna go Chargers 30, um Philadelphia 20 on this one. All right. I like that score a lot. <laughs> this is one of them games that uh I'm just concerned. This is one of them games that Hargrave and uh, Fletcher Cox can really just – game plan it right. They can destroy that right side of the line and really just wreck everything. So I'm kind of concerned about that. But I could see that. I could also see Jalen Hurts just losing contain. One thing I don't like is when Joey Bosa drops into coverage. Like, I don't understand what's the point of that. Like, that's he's not that type of player. And just trying to get too, too cute. Like, trying to open these up. But that's not I, – I know we got to get him more – you know, position and play to make a play, be a playmaker. But I don't know if dropping in coverage is a solution. We've got to figure I, things out. I did like Staley. He said that he's going to um, try to get Kenneth Murray involved in the rushing, pass rushing game. And they're showing the highlights of him in uh, Oklahoma. He was just like a monster on the blitz. So when when you watch Kenneth Murray and he actually is able to diagnose where the run is going and is decisive on where to go, he, he makes some good plays. So, I yeah. mean – to let him this- cut loose and just do that. Hey, see what they did with Parsons. I'll take it. 
yeah, I'll let you guys talk about that in the Charger podcast after this one. But I'm real excited to see Kenneth Murray back. I think that's really the heart of this defense. Sturman James is the heart of the secondary. Pretty much the heart of defense, too. But Kenneth Murray really gets in the trenches. All right, uh, we can speed things up here. Uh, ooh, Giants and Raiders, I think, is the, probably the last good game here on the slate. Um, Giants, Daniel Jones almost sealed the deal against the Chiefs. And Raiders are just facing adversity. Left and right, their PR team doesn't know what the fuck they're doing. I mean, they need to get a PR team for real. Like, luckily, they got this one right, but the last just they just really messed these up. Uh, Derek Carr had his emotional presser. I, I, I wouldn't want the team to talk to the, the press after all that, but you know, you have to. A lot of shit going down with the Raiders, but it's just one of those things like, oh, of course, this is happening to the Raiders, all this adversity, and then of course, they're o- overcoming it because we're Charger fans and I hate them. But I think the Raiders could come out of this one. I think they're just the best, better team. And I think Max Crosby is having a season. And I think he could uh, he could get to um, Daniel Jones and force him. To Daniel Jones and his receivers, there's been injuries. I think they had like four injuries against the Chiefs. And they almost still won. But Evan Ingram has been showing up a little bit. But I think just the Raiders are a better team, even with Henry Ruggs out of there. Uh, I think I have the Raiders, unfortunately, winning this one. Yeah, I'll have to go with the Raiders as well, as much as it hurts me to say it. Um, <laughs> I mean, Darren Waller expected back. Josh Jacobs coming back. Right. And they won without Darren Waller. forgot about that. Yeah, it's, it's – you don't really see much on that New York side of the defense defensive side of the ball that can match up with any of them, really. And they're all back, back from injury, but, you know, they haven't really been running out there, so they'll be a little bit rested. I think it's just going – it won't be a close one here, honestly. Even though uh, the Giants kept it really close against the Chiefs, but I don't think the uh, the Raiders can play a better ball control style of ball, so they won't turn over as much. So I have to go with the Raiders on this one, unfortunately. Yeah. Uh, so. The Giants, I mean, they just don't look good. That first pass that he had last week, Daniel Jones literally telegraphed that first interception. And then, like, it took a Hail Mary to John Ross to get the first touchdown going. So I don't like this Giants team at all. And like you said, the Raiders, they're getting reinforcements. I mean, I don't know. They, they seem to get motivated every single, every single time a bad thing happens to them. So they turn negatives into positives for sure. Uh, yeah, the Raiders will get this W here. I don't, I don't see any way the Giants could pull this one out. 27-10? Yeah, Barkley's out too with COVID. Yeah. So that's just another thing. You got a lot of 27s. You got one, two, three, four, five. <laughs> five scores that all right. How about 30 to 10? I'll do no, that. No, 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 no. I'm just I'm just pointing it out. I don't want to make you feel insecure by your scores. Uh Brad, <laughs> what's your score on this one? Oh you shoot. I 35-15 Raiders. I don't really see this being any kind of close game at all. It's just yeah, it's just yeah. I'm a I'm a probably meet the middle with all your guys' scores. I'll probably go 27. I know that sounds familiar to Lucas. 27 <laughs> to uh, 16. Giants scores all field goals, maybe like a touchdown and no two-point conversion or something like that. All right, uh, moving right along. Uh, I think Bears and Steelers could be competitive. Maybe not. Justin Fields. I don't know. I'm not convinced on Justin Fields. I know he had that one big play. The NFL just stroke him, stroking him off all weekend. But if you really <laughs> look at plays and the stats, like he's not really that good. And Allen Robinson, who was Lucas, what top ten receiver coming into the league? I Remember, you were so. you were fucking smoking on some Allen Robinson. He was so high on him, and he is available in four of my five leagues. 
That's oh, how man. bad Allen Robinson. Darnell Mooney is getting the start over him. I have Darnell Mooney, and I've been starting him in the flex sometimes. Like, don't disrespect Darnell Mooney like that. I, I mean, I mean, you like Darnell, but we were high on Darnell Mooney too. But like, it, that's just just that's more disrespect to Allen Robinson. I mean, come on, Justin Fields, Nagy, this is not work. It's not a nice fit. Uh, David Montgomery is off the IR. I don't think he's coming back though. Uh, the Steelers, they could score 15 points and somehow still win. Their defense is better. Khalil Mack was out. Eddie Jackson was out last game, too. Najee Harris, Patrick Faramuth. Um, uh, I don't like I don't like the Bears in this one. Monday night. Yeah, um, we saw what that Cleveland pass rush was able to do to Justin Fields when he played them. So I honestly think this might be worse going against uh the Steelers pass rush. Um I mean, I guess I'll tune in a little bit just to see if Justin Fields can play a little bit better from, you know, that same kind of game plan against him. But I honestly don't see it. Uh, so, uh, and I'm not really too high on the Bears offense. I never have been. I like Allen Robinson, but uh, he's never. The only years I didn't do well in fantasy were years I had him as my wide receiver one. So, uh, <laughs> it doesn't do anything for me there. So, yeah, I have to roll with, roll with the Steelers on this one. Um, I think it'll. I think I'll take the under on this one though. The Steelers yeah. don't really do too much scoring, but like you said, the only team that can really score win, uh, win scoring fifteen points, and they've got it at forty. So no, I'll take. I'll. I'll go. Forty is the under. Oof. I think if they'll barely be over that. Yeah. Close. Honestly, I'll take. I'll take Steelers seventeen, Bears twelve on that one. I was. That's, I was literally going to say seventeen twelve. <sighs> Man, copy score, copy score. Yeah, <laughs> um, the Bears, man, it's crazy just to think like before the season when they first drafted Justin Fields that like, oh my God, he's the savior, like he's exactly what this team needed. But this team needs a complete overhaul. Yeah, I'm picking the Steelers. Um, their pass rush. Yeah, I, I mean, I think the Bears could definitely keep it close with their defense too. I don't like the the Steelers' offense at all. I'm not a fan. Um, so I'm I'm definitely a fan of the under on this one, but I do think the Steelers will will squeeze this one out. I mean, it'll be one of those like 1970s style games. It'll be so boring. Uh, I'll say like 18 to 15. Let's do that. All field goals. All field goals. Well, mm. most most of the primetime Thursday Monday night games been going into overtime and real close. I th- I'm gonna predict this is gonna go into overtime. Oh, that's a good one. And it's gonna be 18 to 21. In overtime, Boswell. I don't. I, I don't. I think he's out. Whatever the kicker is, who cares? Get Ben Roethlisberger to be a kicker. Um, I'm gonna go 18-21 in overtime. I'm gonna put that. Note that. In OT. I like. I like that. This is like a good game to go in overtime because no one's gonna want to watch it. And it's just gonna keep going on. Yeah. <laughs> it's gonna be one of those things like we want to do a podcast on Monday night and the game still be on. Like fuck, we gotta. You know, should we do it now or like it's gonna be one of those things? All right. Uh, two more games. The most funnest game on the slate i can't believe we didn't talk about it the jaguars and bills come on guys trevor lawrence hasn't won in the u.s the jaguars haven't won in the u.s <laughs> they won in the uk they're still on a 22 game losing streak can trevor lawrence upset the great josh allen i think so just kidding uh that was my best impersonation <laughs> of me on crack uh i'm gonna take the bills on this one josh allen the two runner backs emmanuel sanders cole beasley if he's not Vaccinated or not or injured, who gives a shit? And you got Stephon Diggs. He's kind of having a down year touchdown-wise. He only has like two, I think, on the season three. Uh, I think it's just going to be just they're going to ball it out. Trevor Lawrence going to do the best he can. But that pass rush, Gregory Rousseau, rookie of the year. 
defensive rookie of the year. My prediction at the beginning of the season. Wow. Um, I like the, the Bills here, and I I know Lucas predicted the Bengals to win the Jets seventy seven to zero. So I'm real interested on your uh, take. <laughs> <laughs> your take here. Oh man. God damn it. I jinxed the Bengals so hard on that one. Damn, I didn't 70, he said a 60 bomb and a 70 bomb. 70. That's some Madden shit. So are yeah. you going to hold back on the 60, 70 bombs? Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll give it a 40. Okay. okay it, feel, 40 it feels bomb. a lot more reasonable. 44 to 20. Do I have to give him too much analysis? Maybe James Robinson gets a you know few uh, garbage time TDs. But yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if uh, Josh Allen's sitting out the whole fourth quarter. Damn. That's my analysis. I don't know what else to say. <laughs> yeah, there's not not much to talk about on this one, man. 14 and a half point favorite on the road. Like taking that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, was, I would have to uh I'd be concerned about anyone that didn't take that. Um <laughs> yeah, just I'm just gonna go to the score on this one. Um, yeah, <laughs> straight to the score, straight for the kill. I don't know. <sighs> I'll I'll do the fifty ball on this one. I think. Buffalo oh shit! Fifty to. Jesus, will they even score twenty? I'll take fifty to twenty-one. Okay. <laughs> I'm be a little bit more realistic. I am Jaguar guy David here. Uh, I think they have a little bite in them, but once it gets away from them, Trevor Lawrence just start throwing that shit, and it just gets out of hand. I think it'll be uh, thirty-five to. Uh, you said 14, so I'll make it 21. I think it's going to be one of those games where the Jags get so much garbage time that they're going to ruin the spread, but just like one point. So 14, ah. so it'll be like 23. Yeah, 35 to 23. They don't cover mm. because they're assholes. And it because they're winning, no one ain't winning. So, um, all right, moving on to the Falcons and Saints here. Uh, Taste yummy hill versus the Falcons who Hey, what do y'all think about Philip Rivers becoming a Saint? I think that's gonna happen. I, I really do. I, I just want Philip Rivers in the league again, bro. Yeah, all right. I've got a. I know some people that got Saint season tickets, so hey, he could he become a quarterback. I'll be there. I'll watch that. There you I'll go. Watch. Yeah. Do you have do you have a Philip Rivers jersey? I would rep that to be honest. I think I'm rep that. Oh, uh, I will. Then if that happens, I will. Yeah. Uh, Saints are looking pretty. Meaty, I would say pretty tough. I mean, Trevor Simeon upset to Tom Brady. I know Taysom Hill, if he comes back for uh concussion protocol, he'll start, uh, which most likely will happen. But uh, damn, this Saints got some kicking him. Sean Payne's still kicking it too. And uh, Falcons, I mean, Cardell Patterson's like their only bright ball. I, I talked about the Falcons in fantasy and I didn't even mention Kyle Pitts. Yep. That's how bad the Falcons are. They need a little bit more than Kyle Pitts. Matty Ice is just frozen, can't throw it. I think it might be – I mean, he's getting paid, so just keep on playing until someone's willing to pay you. He might go into that backup role. I don't know if that's too soon or not. I don't know if the Falcons just look that bad, but I'm taking the Saints in this one easily. Yeah, and it's in New Orleans, so I, I definitely agree with you. I will say this might be a good game for some daily fantasy, though. It would be a – Oh, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, What would you put it on? What would you – would you have, like, a player bet, like, prop bet, like – um, no, nothing like that. I just, I would, I'd like to see a Kyle Pitts matchup against New Orleans. Um, okay, but he needs a big out. The only breakout game he had was like, uh, against the Jets or Jaguars, I think. It was, it was, the, Jets. was. the Jets. Yeah. I have Kyle yeah. Pitts. He's been such a disappointment. I think it's been more of the Falcons being a disappointing team, to be honest. Yeah. Um, big news for the Saints, though, is that they're never going to get, uh, 
uh, Michael Thomas back for the season. That's that was really surprising. I thought that oh, he yeah. was on track to come back, and so the, you know, suddenly that win against the Bucks is it's a huge win, but it doesn't feel like you're building upon it with because you're the number one guy you're waiting for all season is not going to come back. So I don't even know how appealing that looks like for Philip Rivers. But I mean, this is a tough Saints team. We we can't write them away. That's just one thing I'll say for this team. But I'll I'll, I'll say the score for this one. I'll take them. Uh, 24 to 14. I mean, this is Falcons team. Golly, that's dis- disappointing, man. I think um, I think Kyle Pitts will have to inevitably just absorb all the targets with Calvin really being now. So I, that's that's one reason I feel like he may have a, a decent fantasy day. But yeah, I'd have to I have to go with the Saints in this one. Um, what's the oh, 42? Uh, I wouldn't be mad taking the over on that though. I could see it being. Yeah, yeah. Winston could just have one of those huge games, or not Winston. Yeah. Goddamn! Oh my god! Oh, uh, uh, Matt Ryan. Uh, Matt Ryan. Yeah, yeah. I can see it being something like twenty-five, eighteen. Yeah, so disappointing. Yeah, I think Matty Ice could throw two touchdowns because I think he. Uh, I know that offense is bad, but I think the Saints are just out out. Play them. I think I'm gonna go. It's gonna be closer than I think. It's a divisional game, so I'm gonna go 21 28. I'm gonna go Saints though, but the Falcons keep it close late. Yeah. But, um, there you guys have it. I think that's all the games, right? Kyle Pitts had the most targets last week, and he barely all had right. any receptions. So, I just want to put that out yeah. there. I have him on fantasy, he pained me. Oh, <laughs> uh, you paying attention there, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He knows all, he knows all the, all the, the hurt from Kyle Pitts. Did but, we call, uh, uh, did we call Cowboys Broncos? Oh yeah, there, there there he is. Yeah, uh, Cowboys Broncos. Even with Cooper Rush, I think they'll win. The Broncos just look bad. They've got to win over uh, the Washington football team because their offensive line. The Washington football team is a goddamn disappointment this year. Uh, I'll take the Broncos even without Von Miller. You still got some talent there, but or Jesus Christ, not the Broncos. The Cowboys. <laughs> Woo! It's early. I have no coffee. I'll take the Cowboys. I know CD Lamb injured his ankle this week. Uh, they said he still might on track to play, but I think Gallup is in the mix, Amari Cooper, all those guys. So I'm I'm taking the Cowboys in this one. Yeah. Easily. Thought you were about to thought you were about to nuke your uh nuke your record there with that one. But um <laughs> I, mean, I don't I I think Dallas is just too much. They don't really even have to try to throw a bunch of targets to CeeDee Lamb and Amari Cooper to win this one, in my opinion. So Tony uh, yeah, just let Pollard and Zeke eat and be they'll just roll in this one. I'll take uh Dallas 30 Denver, Dallas 30, Denver 20. I'll take, I'll do that. Okay, mm. that's pretty good. I'll say 30 to 17 for the Cowboys. You don't even need to play Dak this game. He could rest a lot more. And, uh, yeah. I mean, it, it's it's incredible how bad this Bron- Broncos team is. Like, for how much hype they had going into the offseason, everywhere besides the quarterback position is just crazy. They're not a good team. It's funny because you said that the Broncos will have 66 turnovers. Yeah, I, I try to predict, uh, Brad, that uh, <laughs> the Broncos would have the most turnovers in a season completely oh, off. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry about that one, man. <laughs> All right, I'll I'm say sorry about that one. The Cowboys will win 34-14. to 14. Uh, My girl's family is a Broncos fan, and I always tell them Ooh. I play against them. So, yeah, it's a tough – I watch football with them sometimes, and it's a, it's a real quiet Sunday and the only time they talk to me when they when they defend their team when I'm talking shit about them. So a lot of lot of it's it's uh, it's hostile. It's a hostile territory I'm in all the time. 
But mm-hmm. uh, there you guys have it. Brad, hopefully you jump off with a good start. I know you're uh, – let's see how much games you're behind. 110 games behind. Mm. That's fine. Uh, while still counts your winning percentage and your winning record, I will just have a little asterisk next to your name. Imagine he goes like perfect this weekend. Like yeah, hundred percent. Uh, <laughs> hopefully, man. Uh, thank you for having. I'm so glad to finally meet you and get get. Um, I already have a little a little slogan for you. His name is Brad Carr, the better car, not Derek Carr. Does this the Charger thing? Like that. Like yeah. That. So that that's your thing. You're the better car. Uh, thank you for get used to this voice. So he's going to be on all our podcasts, especially fantasy. He wasn't on the last one. He had a dentist appointment, but uh, we're looking forward <laughs> to that. And he'll be in the next podcast is the Charger podcast. Uh, tough loss, dot, 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 road to Philly. So um, all the Charger fans, give him a follow. Um, speaking of that, where can we find you on social media? Yes, sir. You can follow me on Twitter, 2MFNEasy. Yes, sir. Two. And, uh, oh, two. Okay. I just I just got it right now. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> do follow back, so. He do, you do follow back. He's literally – I think he only has one more follower than following. I checked it this morning. I, I was like, oh, oh, yeah, man. <laughs> he's on it. Man. Yeah. Uh, you try to find that one person he's not following. Uh, Lucas, where can we find you on social media? You can find me on Twitter at SugarFreeLucas. And make sure you follow Tough underscore podcast, Tough underscore fantasy for fantasy and betting, and Tough underscore chargers for all you Chargers fans. And if you want to be on the podcast, let us know. Slide in our DMs because wouldn't be no fans, wouldn't be no sports. David, what about you? You can find me sports guy David on all social media outlets, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok. Um, I follow back in even more. My ratios are fucked, but I don't care. It's you know, it's all overrated. Uh, but everyone have a wonderful day. Uh, hopefully your team wins. Unless I I bet against it, then I hope your team lose. Fifty nine point two percent. Lucas at sixty four. Brand at zero point zero. But next week we'll have his record up and see where we're at next week. I'm catching up to Lucas to see where uh, Brad lands in the stand in our. Um, records uh there you guys have it everyone have a wonderful day we are out